this, and we now go to the two very important limitations on the power of minhok. The first is found in the sugya of Baba Basa, right in the very, very beginning. That's the sugya of Minagorua. The Mishnah there is discussing the types of walls that are expected to be built between neighbors. So the Mishnah says, Tav in Babasa, the very first Mishnah, if you have Shutfin, two neighbors, two partners that decided to split up and put a wall between themselves, in their Chatzar, they build the wall in between their two properties. And which type of wall do they build? There's several types of walls that were in use in those times. And basically you do whatever the common custom is, whether it's Gvil, a certain type of unfinished rock, or it's Gazes, which is finished rocks, or Kvisin, the type of bricks that were split in half with lime in the between, or out of Levainin, which is typical bricks, so then Bainin is built that way, everything like the Minigamadina. So now then the Mishnah goes ahead and gives sizes. Gvil, when, you, when the Minigatim, you do Gvil, which is the unfinished rocks, so is that nice and Gimel Tvachim? Partner A has to give up three Tvachim on his side. If it's that nice and Gimel Tvachim, partner B gives up his three Tvachim on his side because the wall is six Tvachim thick. If it's Begazes, if it's the smoothed out rocks, so then Zen nice and Tvachim with this one gives, partner A gives two and a half tvachim. Partner B gives up two and a half tvachim on his side because the gazes is five tvachim. If it's pekfisin, if it's the type of, it's like a, a brick that's split in half. So altogether, you're going to be dealing with a width of four tvachim. So then, pekfisin, zenaisin tvachim, zenaisin tvachim. This one has to give up two tvachim, this one has to give up two tvachim. If it's Wolvenin, which were typically three tvachim, if you're using the type of bricks, so then Zen Nois and Tavachim Mechza, Vizen Nois and Tavachim Each one has to give up one and a half tvachim, together there's three tvachim, and that's where they build the wall in between their two properties. So the question is, why do we have to give all these sizes? Why don't you just say, just follow the minuk? So Taisus picks up on this. Taisus the Ramasa Bigvil, Zen Nois and Gimel Tvachim. So first he says, if The reason he didn't just say six tvachim, instead it said three for this one and three for that one, is because so you shouldn't make a mistake and think that you need six to each side, rather it's six total, three for each. Fine. Why do you have to give me the sizes of each? Since the mission finishes by saying, that everything is done following the local customs. So, just do whatever they do. Why do you have to tell me a number? Just check out whatever the local custom is, and that's what you should do. If it happened to be, they, they decided that their gvil is going to be seven tvachim, you don't have to follow that minik. Tez doesn't yet explain. Umiyu, however, says Tezis, if the custom is to use gvil, let's say, use unfinished rocks, but clearly the minig is to do less than six, then the Gemara goes ahead and continues that all this is dealing with brick walls, but if you're in a place where the custom is to just use, you know, like palm leaves to they, like, and branches to weave themselves a wall, that also is considered enough to be, to be the wall in between each other, and you don't have to do more than that if that's the common custom. So clearly if the minig is to use gvil, but they use 
only five tefachim for it, they use smaller rocks, then that would that would be the minute. You don't have to do more than that. So again, so why does the Gemara ask that what are we coming to be marba when the Mishnah adds in the words the Gemara wants to know why and the Gemara goes on to explain what's the Chiddush of it's coming to that the Mishnah says, the Gemara says that the Mishnah is coming to add that even if the Minig is to just use Hutzavadafna, which is these palm leaves and branches, that is considered a valid wall. Why do you even have to say that? We should say, just say it's whatever the Minig is. If the minute, whatever it is you put between each other, that will be the wall. Says Taisis, the 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 Gemara specifically is telling you that it's only limited by Hutzavadafna, meaning you cannot do less than that. Hutzavadafna is the minimal shear for a wall. If they decided to make some tiny paper thin wall between each other, that Afilonagu, even if they did have this minig, minig heditu, that's considered a simplistic, a simpleton's minig, meaning it's not a valid minig. And the Mishnah, by giving these sizes and by finishing off a kolkimenagamadina, means that even if it is a minig, it has to be a valid minig. If it's a minig that doesn't really make sense, then it's considered a not a valid minok. from here. There are customs that should not be followed. We don't rely on them. Even when it comes to halachas, that the halacha is you just follow the minok Medina. If it's not a good minok, if it's a minok gorua, if it's a minok hedit, if it's not a, a logical, sensible minok, we do not follow it, even if that is the prevailing custom. So the Chaznish adds some more some more details to this. He explains the reasoning why. Chaznish Arba Bashasim and Hey Ois Dalid. So the Chaznish in page fourteen of the booklet he says, "By Ois Dalid, Umaychiach Mikan the Eish Nagush Einlis Mechaleim." Quoting the Taisus, so he he explains this as follows: How the Holchen Achar Minigesh by Beis Gavonim. There's two reasons, two types of Minhagim that we do follow. Echad Mepeish Hazad Nichnas LeChatzer. By walking into this chatzar, meaning by going into this place, this place that has this custom, you're going al das It's based on the you're presuming to accept upon yourself the local customs. By buying this property or moving into the city, you're being mishabu yourself. You're obligating yourself by all the local customs. That could be one reason. Vasheni, the second reason why you could be obligated, the agreement, the general consensus of the populace that has the koyach of a bezdin. Venira, and therefore finishes the chaznish, the minogorua in halachanachrov, that we do not follow minogorua, afim eskimolav kalat zibar. Even if everyone agreed that they should follow this minog, still, since it's a bad minog, it doesn't work, it's not binding. The Adam Zaych of Dorish was chusla, a person only buys into something that's chus for himself. A person does not buy into something that's a chayv to himself. And even the Beistin, this so-called Kayach Bezdin, will not apply if they're, what they're trying to enact is a minogorua, is a bad minog. So now he quotes the cause of Chumas Hadeshin. Chumas Hadeshin qualifies this. When it comes to taxes, even a bad minog is to be followed. Why? Because of Atam. If you're not going to agree with the general, the consensus of the Bnei Ha'ir, they'll always be fighting. 
since taxes is something that lives forever, it's a constant thing. You can't be setting up a bezdin each time to assess how much taxes should be paid and upon whom. So the gam has fake as merubas. Nothing is very clear when it comes to assessing the tax burden. So then the right thing to do, the, the correct minog, is to enact specific laws, even if they're not perfect. If they didn't, you know, if they missed the boat, they didn't make, they didn't set the laws properly. Still, it's not their fault. It's better for everyone to take the bad minig than to be always fighting. But if it's an interpersonal relationship, an interpersonal contract, and there it's a bad minig, like building a wall between two neighbors, even if all the populace agree that that's the way to do it, still, if it's a silly minig, it will not carry weight in halacha. Based on this, the Chaznish explains a cryptic Mordechai. This is skipping one paragraph. He continues, This that we say, It's only if it's an earlier minig that was set, up, set into place by the G'daylam of an earlier time. A minig that has no source in the Torah is as if you made a mistake That's the words of the Mordechai. So it says the Chaznish, in a movement, it doesn't make any sense. We have this rule of minig mivat halacha that we saw from the Rishami, and that al karcha ain't kedin Torah. If the minig is mivat halacha, clearly it's not kedin Torah. You're not going to find the source to the Torah in the Torah that for this minig that is mivat halacha. So where do we get from there that he's making a mistake that that as if they 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 was a mistake in judgment when they enacted this minig. So he says it must be that this Mordechai is referring to the Minigarua that we're talking about. We're talking about a bad Minigarua. There's many bad customs that we're not going to follow. So that's the possibility. What he's trying to say is that unless it's an old established Minig that has a source in the Tayros, there, even though it doesn't seem to be the right fit for this particular situation, we'll follow it. But if not, it's a Minigarua, we're not going to use it. Or of or it could be It could be when they enacted a law that's against the Torah. It has to be that they knew about it, and still they said, for our situation, we're going to enact this. If they just set up a law, and they didn't realize that it's against a halacha in the Torah, so then, then it's considered to be going to be a mistake in judgment, and then the law can be repealed at any time. So these are two critical um, limitations on the rules of minik mevatel halacha. That if either it's a minigorua, it's a bad minog, it's not a sensible minog, or if it's against the Torah and they were not aware of it, so that already gives pause and says could be the minig in those cases will not prevail. It's considered minigorua and it would not be a valid minig. One more limitation we find, and that is in this Chubas Maharaj Dam. Chubas Maharaj Dam is discussing a dispute between a Malva and a Leva, and the argument being presented was that there's a Minog not to be Mechaev, the Leva in that particular case. So first he says that it would seem according to the Dintayra that the Leva is not Mechaev, 
If, however, there is a minig that he is mechuyiv, then we should follow it. We would say minig mevat la But if he continues, is at the bottom, at page 15, the last few lines, if it's not clear whether or not in this case they have to pay, then says the Marjdam that anytime we're not clear on a minig, we revert back to the Din Taira. And this is comes up many, many times. Almost every time they're discussing the idea of a minig and following the minig, if it's not clear that it applies to a particular case, then we're going to revert back to the halacha. So the, true, it's true that minig has, has very, very strong powers. It even overrides halacha in typical monetary law. Still, anytime it's not clear, the application isn't clear, or the minig isn't clear, then we're going to revert back to the regular halacha of Cheshen Mishpat.